Welcome to the Dorm Room Dispute Podcast, and I know what you're thinking. No, Anthony Rizzo is not batting. No, he is not. Uh, Mitch is upset, and I'm intoxicated. That's not true, though, because it's the day of our Lord. Good Friday. Happy Good Friday, everybody. It is Good Friday. Yeah. That's a very misleading name. It's not a very good Friday. Well, like, theoretically, it's it's like, because it's good for the general, you know. It's good, good for, for everyone. the Jews, because they killed them all. It's not it's a Jewish holiday. We killed them. We oh got them. Oh my goodness! That was that a one, bad joke. That, that was one a bad went. joke. Yeah, that one was rough. That, <laughs> that one was one rough. Went. That's why uh, he's an aspiring comedian, but not one yet. But yeah, welcome <laughs> to the Dormer's Pew Podcast. I'm Mitchell Kaminsky, and I'm Marshall McAlusone here. This week we'll give you the seasons. Uh, Top rundown on the sports, who's hot, who's not, hard topics of the week. This will be a quick one because we got math class in like 30 minutes, so we'll we keep do. it short and sweet for you. I also would like to apologize before we start to the Jews for that insensitive joke. <laughs> I have nothing against them. We love Jake Burstein. Surprisingly, I'm a very tolerant man. Yeah, it's true. You wouldn't know it by some of the jackassery <laughs> that goes on here, but I am. All right, let's get right into it. Big news of the week, and surprisingly, we're going to be talking about the White Sox in the opening rant. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, Mitch, you're a homer. Of course you want to talk about the White Sox. Believe it or not, I understand that they're a mediocre team in the AL Central, which is probably one of the weakest divisions in baseball, but they actually made national headlines this week. They were trending on Twitter. It's true. Because Tim Anderson, their shortstop, loved the man, met him once at SoxFest. Very nice guy. Anyway... Tim Anderson pimp-slapped a home run to left field in the fourth inning to take a 2-0 lead. It was an absolute bomb. And then he had this javelin throw of a bat flip. He was firing up the bench. He's like, oh, let's go. Well, the Royals, they did not appreciate that. Brad Keller, his next at-bat, which is very predictable, too, because it's the unwritten rules in baseball, and you're not allowed to have fun if you hit a home run. Next at-bat, he came up, and very predictably, like I said, he gets plunked in the back. Bench is cleared. All hell broke loose, and the debate. And so, basically, what I just want to start unpacking here. There's a couple layers to, uh, and angles to take for this. First one is the fact Tim Anderson really got screwed over. The reason he got hit by the reason he got thrown out of a game is because he got hit by a pitch, and he walked to first base. And then the Royals, like, the bench is cleared. Like he got hit by a pitch and walked to first. The only reason he got hit by that pitch is because he hit a home run. So the first thing I would like to say, like, if you're a pitcher, I would think bigger retaliation would be trying to get the man out. Because at the time when he got hit by the pitch, it was a 2-2 ball game in the sixth. You just put on the White Sox best base <coughs> fielder with a chance to tie the game. So that's moronic, yeah. for one. Number two is, I get these unwritten rules, but MLB has made it clear with their commercials and let the kids play campaign. Like, they want to see some emotion and some fun, like, out of this sport. It was a great bat flip. And now, because he bat flips and shows he has fun, all these crusty old-timers, oh, you can't do that, it's disrespecting the game. They're playing it like it was back in the 30s. Well, I got news for it. If it was in the 30s, Tim Anderson wouldn't even be playing because he's black. (laughs) You know what? Times change, and sometimes it's for the better. And I think bat flip's entertaining. It's better for the fans. It's exciting. (coughs) The other angle to take off of this is I don't think the MLB wants to do anything about it, like policing this. Because that's how they get in the news. Would we be talking about a White Sox-Royals game or baseball in general, like, as a lead story? And even, like, the national news headlines. Was there, would there be any reason to talk about that game if it didn't happen and there wasn't a bench-clearing incident? Yeah. No, no, you wouldn't. So that's why the MLB is not going to do anything about it, policing these things. They're going to let this, this crap continue. And Tim Anderson really got hosed. He got suspended for a game. For what? 
because he backflipped, and the MLB is saying, oh, well, we want to uh, so continue to support that, let the kids play. The whole situation is a joke, and I'm sick of it. Joe West is another one. That's a side tangent, but I'll wrap it up really quickly saying that this guy needs to retire. He's been the laughing stock of the MLB for a long time, and he's been especially out to get, like, the White Sox. And I'm not just saying that, like, by it. Ridiculous. Yeah. The reason he threw him out, too, and I think it goes back, Tim Anderson said in a press conference, this guy's trash, and he went out there. There's no reason to throw Tim Anderson out of the game. No. You're a Cubs fan. Let's hear you. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I saw it, and I, I texted Mitch about it, and I said, you know, and a, a bunch of people were saying this in this group chat that I'm in with a bunch of sports car majors that, like, oh, like, it's it's too, made it 2 nothing in, like, the fourth inning of, like, a, you know, like, what, April game. But, like, it, so, like, maybe it was a little over top, but at the end of the day, like, who cares? Like, it's, it's baseball. And also, like, and I, I was kind of thinking, I, I originally had that thought, but then you think, like, if you think, like, a week three NFL game, they make it score touchdown and make it, like, 10 to 3. They celebrate, and we love it. We absolutely love NFL celebrations, and baseball can't have anything like that because, like, it's disrespectful. Well, then going off of that, you said, you said fourth inning, a meaningless home run. Like, he wasn't showing up the Royals. Yeah, no, he, he wasn't. He pointed to the Sox dugout and said, let's go. He was looking at the Sox. I could see if he was walking at the yeah. Sox, like, Royals dugout and taunting him. He wasn't. Yeah. The whole thing is ridiculous. It, 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 it actually is a joke. Like, and I totally agree with, like, the let the kids play thing and then, like, the MLB still, like, so they suspended him for supposedly saying a racially charged slur, and you, we probably all know that he probably said the N-word in, like, you know, the way that is acceptable really, in yeah, some communities. I, yeah, exactly. That's a whole other story, but, like, but I, I, I think, and also, they gave the pitcher a five-game suspension, but it's absolutely, like, it doesn't matter because he's not going to pitch the next five games. Yeah. It's, like, it's stupid. The pitching suspensions, they do that all the time, too. Like, they don't, he's... The pitcher, I don't even remember his name, but he is not being punished for this incident. Rick Renteria also got suspended for a game. And he was literally coming on the field and trying to clear people <coughs> off, like saying, go back to the dugout. And then for some reason, Ned Yost felt the need to get in his face and start jawing at him. And I got news for Ned Yost because he looks like someone's great aunt, if you really look at him. He would get the crap kicked out of him by Rick Renteria. I'm just throwing that out there. He's got a lot more weight on him. He was a former baseball player. I think he would beat the crap out of Ned Yost. Yeah. It's too bad they didn't let him fight. Nate Jones had to step in the way. I the whole thing's sad. Yeah. But that's it, how they get in the headlines, so that's, they're not going to do anything to change about it. Like, yeah. they'll, they'll have the... I don't know. It's a, Yeah, and I, I, I agree. It's the, That whole situation is incredibly stupid. And, like, everyone knows it, too. Like, all modern, like, modern sports fans know that, like, it's, at, it's ridiculous to throw, like... To have a really cool bat flip, like a cool moment, and as soon as it happened, everyone was like, "Oh man, he like pimped that!" Like that was dope. Like literally, all the major outlets, like Bleacher, I, I was like Bleacher Report, the Twitter trending, uh, ESPN, like Sports Illustrated, they're all like the king of bat flips and the bat flip Hall of Fame because it was dope. And we all loved it, and then like the Royals had a huge problem with it. They pitch at him. It's it's uh, so stupid. Same like they these have AL players too. These AL pitchers don't have to stand in the box. Like it's they're true. not. They have no like. They have nothing to worry about. Like it's gutless because you don't have to face a fastball. Yeah. you're not the one standing in the box. You got a DH in there for you. Yeah, it, but, the king of swag, Tim but, Anderson. Yeah, but I, I think the fact that like when you look at like baseball, there's like very little celebration, and that like I mean you just think we have like and we have like video compilations of like best like NHL, NFL, and like soccer celebrations. Like we absolutely love it. Yeah, and Joey Bat, like Jose Batista in yeah. that playoff game had that awesome bat. That was one of the most electric moments that. of like MLB history. Yeah, and it's like he totally deserved that one. Like he. 
rocked a home run in the playoffs of all things. But yeah, it's just, we'll wrap it up there. But overall, batters, if you're having fun, if you smile, that is unacceptable. This is baseball, the, the unwritten rule where you're not allowed to enjoy yourself or promote the sport any sort of way. And that's the end of it. Even Josh McCown was saying, like, I get sacked or throw a pick six, and the guys, like, they just drilled me. They're dancing over me or they're high-stepping to the end zone. I'm not allowed to go out, like, and retaliate. I'm yeah. like, no other Stupid. sports like this. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got some hockey news because there were some big upsets. Big upsets. Uh, as Mitch is pulling up the details for that, we got the Tampa Bay Lightning headlining the news for having the best season in NHL history only to get swept first round of the playoffs. Um, a colossal collapse, one might say. Um, and honestly, one of the biggest choke jobs, besides the two infamous 3-1 leads by the, from the Warriors and the Indians, this might be one of the top choke jobs in sports history. Um, it really was. To have, like, the most wins in a regular <coughs> season, and they couldn't handle And then to get swept by an eight seed, the yeah. Columbus Blue Jackets, not only just the Columbus Blue, like, the fact that you got swept by Columbus, a team that has never won a playoff series yeah. in its history. They The first game, they blew a three-goal lead, and you could tell they could not handle any adversity after that. Like, yeah. They could not handle adversity. Steven Stamkos, who used to be a premier scorer, didn't show up. Nikita Kucherov gooned it up in game two, and he ended up getting suspended. The goaltending wasn't great. I don't know. It was just it was a perfect storm for an upset. Yeah. But that that yeah. Looking at it though, that is one of I think where where would you rank this in the top like total collapses, failures, and uh, choke jobs in the history? Of sports? It's got to be up there because you look at like upsets, like American Ice. Obviously, that's one of the biggest upsets in sports, yeah. and I would still put it ahead of this. But that was only one game they had to play them. Yeah. Like, if they played them a whole series, the Soviets would win. Yeah. Yeah. Now, mind you, there's a lot more parity in this uh, yes. in the NHL, yes. but the fact that they beat them four games. And the last and three games, they too. waxed them. Yeah. Like, that last game was 7-3, to three and it was not even close. Yeah. I, John Tortorella, that's like the first time I've ever seen him smile. Like, yeah. after one of that game three win. That, yeah. yeah. But that, and I, I will say that the, the Lightning analysts kind of classily on their Twitter account, they were very disappointed, obviously. But, yeah, that was, that was rough to watch, especially just from a neutral standpoint, um, seeing the top team. I mean, like, we've never really had this because you always have, like, Especially when a season builds up like this, like in baseball, um, there, in the, in especially baseball, football, the records are usually like similar enough that it's like okay, like one seed getting upset is not like a huge deal because they're usually like the other teams like fa usually fairly good. But to have like the best team, the best season in history, and just to perform that well and then just flop, I, yeah. And the Penguins, another team that got swept. That one was also like none of their stars showed up either. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been crazy. All my picks have been. <coughs> now I did have Tampa Bay losing the second round because I thought they were soft. But the fact they got lost to Columbus, not just yeah. lost, they got beat handily. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Moving on, it's a beautiful day outside. I got the fan on. The windows open. It's finally spring after it snowed over the weekend. Um, last weekend, but yeah. uh, we got Ted McKeating cool and uh, keeping us keeping us cool. I'll, I'll start it off with the hots and knots. Uh, my hot is Viagra sales in Argentina. And no, it's not what you're thinking. Tiger Woods did not travel to Argentina. But a soccer team, uh, Union de Santa Fe out of Argentina, is traveling to Quito, Quito, Ecuador. Um, so they're, they're playing a soccer match. 
but the altitude is is incredibly high and it's been like apparently it's been it's like known for being a struggle for players to play at um it is 2850 meters above sea level that's 9350 feet and they're taking viagra to uh combat that i guess it helps somehow i'm a sports con major not a chemist so reading the article and it was kind of laughable they're saying it balances blood flow it all go to your head in altitude. Ooh. So, yeah, you can put two and two together there, how that will work. I think that was stupid. But if the coach did say he's not requiring. Yeah, he's not requiring, so just, you know. You know, if that's a corner kick and you're boxing people out, I would think that's kind of unprofessional. Oh, that's you gross. You wouldn't want to be the guy defending him. Mark, your man. I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, I'll let you take the uh, the next. What's, what's, what's hot for us this week? My hot is, well, you know, RKO's. In Florida, a uh, 18-year-old is spending two nights in jail. Well, actually, he got arrested last week because he tried to RKO his principal. The wrestling move, he jumped up behind him, tried to RKO him. The Randy, principal actually Randy caught... Orton out of Randy uh, Orton? Yeah, Randy Orton out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. He, so he tried to RKO the man. The principal kind of caught it, threw him off of him. He got suspended for that. Then he tried to do the same thing to a alligator <laughs> in a mall. It was a, a mechanical alligator. He jumped in like the fit, like the pool that it was in, and he tried to RKO that. And he had three thousand six hundred ninety dollars worth in damages. And so he's going to be going to jail for that little stunt. This only happens. I mean, these sort of things always seem to happen in Florida. Yep. And you would think it's because the Floridians are crazy, but interestingly enough, they release all their like criminal records. So this could be going on in like That's Idaho, true. but they don't we release don't it know, because yeah. so like there could be Florida guy in like almost every state, which is interesting. Huh. There you go. Yeah. My my not hot. There were there were some unfortunate soccer fans this weekend. I'm I'm gonna get to the Champions League. Don't you worry, all your soccer fans. But uh, so in the Europa League, uh, Benfica from uh, Portugal is playing Frankfurt um, in the quarterfinals of the Europa League and two fans traveled apparently there are two different Frankfurt cities in Germany and you can guess where this is going because they went to the wrong one there's one uh, in the eastern side of Germany instead of central Germany uh, so they went to a different Frankfurt that was 600 meter or miles away and uh, it's actually funny they had, like an Instagram story like oh like we're on the way like let's go better figure like chanting whatever and then uh, they get there and there's no stadium and they were just very uh, very confused the second one I'm gonna talk about the Man City game because I was huge but basically what happened is um, there was a goal in the very last seconds of the game that would have won it for Man City um, and then they so they scored celebrated everything everything wait a couple minutes and then. The referee says, he's in his ear, like, hey, you should review that. Um, it was probably offsides. So they go to check it. Indeed, it was offsides. I'll talk about VAR. Um, but the real story here is that a fan, because this goal, like, on, like they would have they would have kicked off after the goal, and it, the game would have been over. Like, it was pretty much done. Um, it was a for-sure winner. And the fan left the game. He, like, wanted to beat the rush, apparently. And so there's a video of, like, uh, these reporters outside, and, like, oh, like, how disappointed are you? Because he left, and, and he goes, what are you talking about? Like, why would I be disappointed? We, Man City won. Like, we won. We're going to the semis. And, they, and apparently he left before 
the goal was disallowed, and he didn't know because they were like, no, it got disallowed, he was offsides. And the fan is literally, it was literally dumbfounded. Like, he had no words to say. And I, if I was him, I would have been happy that the man just didn't go off or something like that because I would have been extremely yes. pissed. That would have been rough. That, 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 that reminded me kind of in a similar fashion of the heat. Yeah. They like were trying to get back in the stadium. So they knew what was going on. Though. That's the, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that, that's just kind of sad. That's why you don't leave sporting events early. It's true. You don't know what's going to happen. Uh, my not is Joey Votto. <coughs> he had a crazy 13-year streak, I believe. Ended this week when he hit an infield pop-up to the first baseman. It was the first time in his career that he has hit a pop-up to the first baseman in the infield, which is, I think it was just popped out into the, I don't even know if it was infield, I think it was just popped out <coughs> to the first baseman Yeah, it's for, general, first baseman, he's never popped out to the insane. first baseman in his career. Because he's a lefty, so he's pulling the ball. Yeah. And all those at-bats never popped out to first baseman. I base. think that was one of my hots in recent podcasts, like one of the beginning ones that he's never done. That he's never, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's, that's an funny. insane streak. Now, tell it to you. Actually, we got interesting uh, breaking news here. We, we told you Tim Anderson was suspended at the top of the hour, and you alluded to what they think he said. Jeff Paston just tweeted uh, that during the bench and clearing incident after he got hit, uh, like he said, the racially charged word, and apparently he called the pitcher Brad Keller after he beamed him a weak-ass effing N-word. So... That is what got him a yeah. one-game suspension. Now, I'd like to point out for all of you that aren't like White Sox fans in baseball, Tim Anderson's black, so I think yeah. he gets a pass on this. Apparently, yeah. the MLB that's just seem like a social so. thing. But I don't. I I think definitely if it was the reverse standard of a white guy called him, then it'd be would, a lot worse. And right, like, rightfully so. Yeah, though. yeah, rightfully so. So I think that's like the. But yeah. Anyways, we're moving on. We got some. We got NBA. It's playoffs, but you probably guys aren't watching because it's just the first round. And you know what? You guys want to watch the basketball, you're saying, oh my goodness, we got blowout after blowout. This is so boring, but I have news for you. I'm going to spice this up. We got we got some fun ideas for NBA playoff drinking games. So for first one... Oh, Pacers, we did have the Clippers come back. Yeah, it's true. We'll, we'll talk about the actual news in a minute. But the, the Pacers-Celtics, um, if uh, if they're, take a shot if the if there's a broadcast, gives a graphic of pre- and post-Oladipo getting injured. I would uh, rather not drink. I don't drink. I'm underage. But if you would like to partake in this awful <laughs> yes, game, yes, yes. instead of focusing on your education, oh you may. Uh, <laughs> if the Pacers score in the third quarter, just the third quarter, though, that's it. Uh, and then if Scary Terry puts up a wildly irrational shot, uh, take, a, take a shot for that one. That sounds about right. Uh, Pistons Bucks. First of all, you're watching the Pistons, so you should probably drink because they're not very <laughs> enjoyable. I don't think I'd watch that series if it was in my backyard. Yeah, exactly. If Giannis goes... Although Giannis would be there. If he goes so coast to coast cool. in less than mm, five to six steps, take a shot. Uh, travel, take a if shot. The, uh, if the broadcast is absolutely amazed that uh, Brooke Lopez shoots threes, take a shot. Uh, the His brother Robin, I feel like, would be more surprising. Yeah. Although Brooke doesn't look like a three-point shooter. I'll give you yeah, that. He doesn't. Uh, and then the last one I got, just the Jazz, the jazz Rockets. Uh, if any one player takes five plus threes, take a shot. If any one uh, player misses five plus threes, take a shot. Once again, pretty hammered. And if uh, Joe Ingles has a feisty moment that they call him a scrappy, you know, white guy, uh, take a shot because that that is another thing that I I tweeted this. This is kind of off topic, but I tweeted this. But when like white receivers and stuff, when they kind of do like a like Julian Edelman is a perfect example of this. Like I'm like I'm not gonna say it, but I'm gonna say it. If he was black, people would call him dirty. 
but since he's white, he's like this young, like this small, scrappy guy, and you like pull for him. It happens all the time. Like white guys in the NFL and uh, stuff like that, like they're all like, oh, they're scrappy and they fight after and they hustle. Whereas like if he was black, they'd be like, oh, he's a dirty player. It's yeah, yeah. Actually, you had a good tweet yeah. earlier today. You want to explain that? One yeah, to it, was, uh, it was just yeah. Check out the Twitter app, uh, Dorm Dispute. We actually changed the. Um, change the ad it's no longer podcast DRD is at dorm room dispute um but yeah it was uh the the Peter Griffin uh, meme with the um the color code and it starts out white and it goes like gradually darker and if it's isn't like the top categories away it says like you know they're uh they're they're hustling and uh whatever and then the bottom one is like they have blatantly disrespect for the game and the top one's the top one's like emotion and stuff like that uh but yeah but yeah we'll get back to the NBA um as the Clippers, Clippers were basically the big story here because all the other teams are winning handily. Obviously, the Nets won Game One, but they without even without Joel Embiid, the the, the Sixers beat them. But yeah, coming back from thirty one, nice game. He did after the comments from Jared Dudley. That was that was good for him. And then Dudley he couldn't uh, he had that air ball. Air that was ball, kind of and he was complaining kind of to the refs. The, the 76ers are going to win that series pretty handily. Yeah, I feel like it's, it was just a matter of time. They're a more talented team. They're, they're just deeper. They're, they got yeah. the, they're a better team. Uh, the Clippers had that nice comeback. Will not matter. They will still lose that series. Yeah, 31, 31 points, though. They were also down 31 points the very next night. And they did not And come they back. did not come back. Yeah. Kevin Durant went off. He's been, I mean. He's an absolutely fantastic basketball he player. Was, right now, he is the best basketball player in the world. Yeah. No doubt about it. It's funny because. People can say Giannis all they want. Giannis cannot shoot. Yeah, it's true. Giannis is fantastic. Kevin Durant's the best basketball player in the world right now. Yep. Yeah, that pretty much wraps up NBA. Obviously, like we'll get to, we'll break down like the more intense There's matchups. There's a lot of stuff. Damian Lillard, like I said. Oh yes, Damian Lillard. He's better than Westbrook. Well, I said this off there, and he thought it was crazy. I'm telling you, I, I didn't think he's better. Than, I think he's better than playoff, Westbrook. Playoff Dame, Dame time. Playoff Dame. He's fantastic. Westbrook, the game's like the, his style of play is passed him on. Like if he was if he was playing. <coughs> Ten years ago, in the nineties, even he would be fantastic. I mean, he's still a great. He's player. a fantastic player, but like he, he can't shoot, and you need to shoot now. Yeah, I mean, he if he can figure out if he can figure out his shooting struggles, because it, it, it's, it's been a lot more prevalent this year than it has. And he's not going to figure out. Like, Paul George, they can't overcome a bad shooting night between him and Paul George, which usually happens, and they're going to lose once again in the I first round. I think they'll bounce back and make it competitive, but it, I think it's a very high possibility that they. You know, lose. you know what else is interesting? Really quick, he won. The MVP two years ago, yes. because he averaged a triple double first time since Oscar Robinson. Since then, he's also averaged a triple double last year and this year, yeah. and he is not going to receive a vote for MVP, which just says what a joke the MVP award is, and how the triple double is a meaningless stat. Everyone, yeah. oh, what's the most book? He gets triple doubles. It's it does like, not mean anything. It does not yeah. translate to wins, especially now when you can get cheap rebounds off of threes. Yeah, like point guards should not be getting like as many rebounds as Russell Westbrook's getting right now. Yeah. And we'll definitely have that debate once. We'll probably once the series is over and it's all said and done, and we can kind of recap what happened. Um, but yeah, that wraps up for NBA. Uh, like I was saying, we'll, we'll break down the future matchups once they actually, you know, get entertaining. Uh, closing rant: We got. Well, I'm talking about a little bit about soccer because I know everyone's like, "Oh, soccer's boring, Marshall. There's no scoring. There's no storylines. Blah 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 blah." Well, back when I told you that you should watch the Champions League because it's the most entertaining league in the world, um, I was dead right because this, just this Tuesday and Wednesday, Ajax upset Juventus two one. Ajax. You know what Ajax is, Mitch? 
No. You know, but you know who Ronaldo is. Ajax sounds like one. Of, yes, I do know who Ronaldo exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like Juventus and Ronaldo are one of the biggest teams out there. And after Ajax beat Real Madrid, who you, people definitely know who Real Madrid is. They upset Real Madrid, then they go to Juventus, beat them two to one to take that. They are absolutely studs. It is fantastic to watch them. They're all so young. Their captain, their captain, were older than him. For Ajax? For He's 19 years old. We are a couple months older than their captain, who's got to go to Barcelona after being Ronaldo in the Champions League quarterfinals. So, Ajax sounds like one of those buttons on the remote that you need, like, above settings or whatever. You know, it's like, um... Like, aux? aux. Yeah, it's like, that's what it kind of... It's like a misspelled version of aux, Ajax. You just got to go to Ajax and settings, and then go to your dish account. <laughs> um, they're Dutch, by the way. Like See, learn something new every day. Learn something new every day. Then we had Messi absolutely defecating on the Manchester United crest as he uh, had a brace, and then uh, Coutinho put in one more uh, to show why he's the greatest in the world. Then we had well Liverpool Porto. That was that was a pretty entertaining game. I will give you that. Porto. Uh, Porto. Yeah, Mitch's Mitch's favorite I like team. Porto. There was a there was a nineteen shots from Porto, thirteen from Liverpool. So there was definitely About action. Time they started shooting the ball. Yeah, Mitch is a big fan of just shooter shoot. Um, he's a big shooter shoot guy. We're uh, <laughs> not in three. Not in not in threes for basketball though. We kind of try and uh, we kind of curb his. I'm like Westbrook. Shoot. I don't shoot threes. No, you try Actually, to shoot threes. Yeah, so does he. <laughs> and you miss him. Exactly. Uh, like, and then we like had Westbrook. honestly one of the most entertaining. Games, I like honestly, like there's been a, I've watched a lot of playoff games and even like there are Cubs games in the playoffs that have not been as entertaining as the Manchester City Tottenham game, which finished four three to Man City, but Tottenham won on aggregate. I mean, just just let's just go through. I'll just do a quick recap recap of what happened. So Tottenham was up one nothing. They had one home goal. Um, then. Raheem, so that was from the first game. And then the second game, Raheem Sterling scores in the fourth minute. So it's 1-1. And remember, away goals are the tiebreaker um, here. So if Tottenham scores, it's a lot more, uh, it's a lot better for them because they were at Man City. So Raheem Sterling for Man City scores in the fourth minute. Then Tottenham scores in the seventh minute to take the lead right back and get the away goal. And then Tottenham scores again in the tenth minute. But a minute later... Bernardo Silva from Manchester City ties it, so it's 2-2. Two two. And then 10 minutes later, Raheem Sterling scores again, so it's 3-2, and it's equal. But Tottenham's still going through on away goals. And then in the 60th minute, Sergio Aguero scores to make it 3, or what? Yeah. 3-3. Three, 3-3. Three. Three three, no, 3-2. Three yeah, so 3-2 to, to make it... Uh, I can't even keep track of all these goals. I'm losing it. Yeah, make it 3-3. Three three. Mitch is right. Or no, did I get 4-3? to three? What? I don't know. There was too many goals. There was too many goals. It was crazy. Then Fernando Most Llorente... teams don't score the many goals in a season. And then Fernando Llorente scores, but it goes off his like arm, but it was on his body, so it was, it was a handball, but it wasn't a handball, so that scores. And then at the end, Reem Sterling scores, would have been his hat trick. Place is going crazy, and they disallowed it for VAR, which is the correct decision. And I'll talk about VAR later, because we don't have that much time, because Mitch and I have to go fail a stats worksheet. But about right. I told you it would be entertaining, and every week it's been entertaining because it's one of the most entertaining leagues in the world. I thought you were talking about the podcast. What? I told you the podcast. Of the, the, yeah, they I told Mitch. Said, didn't, didn't, Mitch, did you say whore what? on this podcast? No. Oh, good for you. I know his I mom. I respect women. His mother was um, 
how very distraught. She was not pleased with Mitch's choice of words. Well, I'm sure she wasn't the only one. If we had more listeners, yeah. I'm sure they would all be distraught too. <laughs> but that'll wrap, it, that'll wrap it up. Uh, happy Good Friday. Have a good Easter. Spend some time with your family. I know Mitch is, but I won't because I'm staying here. I'm a family man. Yeah, and I'll be hanging out with the Singletons or something like that. Uh, but yes, thanks for listening. Follow Dispute. us on Twitter at Dorm Room Dispute. Uh, decorate an egg. Yeah, decorate an egg. Eat some chocolate. Go to church. Have a good uh, Have a good weekend. It's good See Friday. You next the week. one with the crow.